All righty. Thank you, Lord. That was good. I'm glad that Sally and Elijah came. This is a good time for you to come. Yeah. Amen. So we're going to have Bob and Bonnie to come up now and have them sit up here and bring what God's brought. Get BJ up here. I, you know, I mentioned in the first service that, you know, I've really been blessed in my life and have two people that I believe are true prophets have a lot of influence in my life. One of them is Arthur Burt, who was here a couple weeks ago and, you know, 100 years old, and he's a, he's a prophet. And I just am amazed that God let me know him in my life and this relationship that we have with him that we've cherished. And, uh, and Bob Jones is the other one. And Bob and Bonnie, I want to say that they are very kind to me. Okay? <laughs> they really have been kind to me. I mean, honestly. And they have impacted my life so much. I mean, really. They've had a major influence on me. I get to go to their house uh, once a month and sit there and like, wow, I'm at Bob Jones's and Bob, Bonnie Jones' house and here and just receive from them. And so I, that's just, I just wanted to say that because I just say it's a gift from the heaven. And it's really special that Bob called me the other day. I saw it like, oh, I better answer this. It's, <laughs> some, some phone calls you don't want to answer. But I thought, I'm going to answer this. And I, it's, I, I either knew I was going to get an admonishment or something different. And Bob said he had a word for our church. And I was trying to get Bob to come in the fall sometimes. You know, like, well, we can, you can come in the fall. And, uh, but he called and said he feels like he has something for now. And so that's, that's pretty special. So let's give the Lord and give Bob and Bonnie a big hand. Well, thank you. Boy, it is good to be here. This is, you know, what they do here, praying over people, sending them out. It's good to hear that Elijah came, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, this is what we do with family. You know, we love one another, we admonish and we send them out. You know, we, apart, I know when I left, when I left my job back in, in Ohio years ago, I felt, I loved all those people and I felt that they were going with me in my heart. Some of them I'd probably never ever see again, but they would live on in my heart. I was taking them with me. And that's what you're doing. They're sending you out and even though you may not see them as frequently as what you did in the past, they will live in your heart. That peace is always there. And, and you're taking this. I think what Bob's going to share today, you're taking this with you. There's a greater impartation what you even recognize. But God is truly going to bless you. And this is just really good. I love to see family come together. And I want to share a testimony that we got this week. I think he was at the house on Tuesday. <clears throat> Wednesday evening, we got an email from a friend, a pastor friend in Florida. And he was giving us a report about a lady who was pregnant. And twice before she was pregnant, and both times her baby died. Now she had gone through so many months of pregnancy and they, there was no heartbeat and the baby died. This time, the same thing happened. She was going, you know, she was so many months pregnant, the doctor could not find a heartbeat, and he said, your baby's dead. Well, someone told her about this church, and she went there. Her and her husband went there, and they shared their testimony, and the intercessors began to pray. 
And she would go back. She went back. They were there on a Sunday morning. She goes back to the doctor that week. They found a heartbeat. Okay? But that was the, that was the beginning. But the doctor would still give her a bad report. Even though he found a heartbeat, he would give her a bad report every time. She would be back Sunday. See, she wasn't a regular member of the church at that time. She just happened to go because someone said, people there pray. So every Sunday she was there. Every Sunday those people, the intercessors, the other people, they began to really pray and pray. She'd go back to the doctor, bad report. They continued, continued. She goes in. She... She had the baby on uh, Tuesday night, I believe it was. Now, the baby, when they start in labor, the baby's in distress and the cord. The devil still wanted that baby. The cord is wrapped around the baby's neck, and they had to take an emergency C-section. But praise God, Ava Grace was born on Wednesday morning. Okay, now, that's our testimony. See, there was a blessing and a curse. The devil definitely did not want that child to come forth, and the, do- the doctor kept giving a bad report. Death. They come to the church, and they're speaking life. They're speaking life and faith over that womb. Now, God says, the Bible says, choose life, and they were choosing that life. So Ava, Ava actually means uh, a bringer of grace, and of course there's grace. I felt God is offering grace, grace. She's a grace package to that church, and I feel that's what he's offering to the body of Christ. It's just an example of how people come together. I know that's what you do here. You come together and pray for one another. Now, I want to share a dream that I had on June 30th. I shared this with Byron the other day. He did not say a word, but here was my dream. Here was my dream. I dreamed that I was observing Byron and Becky's house, their church, being refurbished. In fact, it was having green siding put on. Now, the green to me speaks of uh, inspired teaching. But there was um, new siding being put on, new doors and windows, and there were nameplates. Like one I saw was Steve and Janice Lappin, like they had donated time and material. Jen and Brian, Rig, their name was there. There was nameplates. And I saw a real nice nameplate that said, Byron and Becky's uh, Fine Dining. Okay? It was a gold nameplate. And I heard someone say, oh yeah, people think that's a restaurant. And I thought, well, it is. It's where you come to get fed the fine things of God. That's what you're doing here. So I looked at that and I told Bob, I said, hey, you know what, we need to go. They didn't have a front door on yet. We need to go put that front door on for them. Because what I saw is that people were coming together in unity, putting that church together. And just when I was here, I thought, you know, it's um, Psalms 133, and I just want to read that because I don't, I don't do good at, I don't do real well at remembering the scripture. He does, I don't. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment poured on the head that ran down the beard, even the beard of Aaron, the first high priest, that came down upon the collar and the skirts of his garments, consecrating the whole body. See, it's what you've done here. 
you have poured out a spirit of unity. You have come together. I was knocked over when I came in today and saw this place. Because we used to sit facing that way, didn't we? Yeah. So, I mean, the whole thing is different. And I'm like, that's my dream. Except I didn't see the inside. I saw the outside. But we came today to put on that front door. And I think what Bob is going to share, you know, to me, the, the door is an opening. It's the way. But I think that's what Bob is going to share with you today. But you have come together in the spirit of unity, bringing this together as a body. That that oil is flowing through all of you. And no matter where you go and what you do, that Holy Spirit is with you. And you can share that with everyone. And I just feel, you know, God is really doing a new thing here for you. It's like the testimony of that baby there in uh, Florida. You know, I know you have your healing rooms here. I feel God is really going to break open that, that whole vat of oil and just pour it down on you. So I just bless you with that. Thank you for letting me share. I was telling Bonnie as we was coming up here. I wanted to share that first because I wanted to give you dessert first. <laughs> and now, these signs and wonders are beginning to come again every place. We need testimonies out there to build faith. This ought to build faith in all of you. There's going to be testimonies here. Don't keep them to yourself. Get them out there where we can all say it. We all need to hear them. What's going on in your midst? And the supernatural is raising up now. And it is. We need to hear about it. Many people uh, don't want to share the testimonies. But that builds faith in all of us to believe for the unbelievable. To believe for life out of death. And they got it. They're also really down there taking authority over storms. And they're pushing those storms right back out to sea. You can too. If you've got a unity, and that's what we're saying. And if you notice, I, you know, everything that I'm going to share, you've already sang it today. A couple of days ago, in the place that I go, I had a vision of this church. You had started a journey before daylight. And you were walking through the wilderness. And you were making good progress. But then all of a sudden, darkness fled. And there come a ray of light. And it fell on you. And as darkness fled more, that ray of light become an eye. Now that eye become rays of light. And I said, the rays are brighter than the sun. And I was told it is the rays of the sun. The S-U-N. The sun of righteousness. And that's how it's pronounced in Malachi. S-U-N. But it is the God's sun rays that has fallen on you. 
And you see, you were making journeys, and that's all I've heard today, journeys. And you're going to take these rays with you. And there's that single eye like that I learned a long time ago. It is a God eye. But it's the Father. The single eye is the Father. So get ready for the last revelation here. The revelation of who your daddy is. If you know who your daddy is, you know who you are. And you do here. But your journey has begun. I'm trying to work in to what he's shown me. He showed me a real unity here. And at the end of this service, you need to be prayed about what I'm going to say now. I saw y'all in circles. And it's like so many of you here got your degrees, you've read the word, you know the word pretty well. But it's like now, it's not degrees he wants you to get. He wants you to get enough faith to make decrees. And decrees call things into being. And I saw circles, different ones, coming together in circles. And you were not all praying about the same thing. But you did a strange thing. You hooked arm to arm. Like this. And I was wondering, why are they doing that? And I was told, Satan can't break that. When you stay in a circle like that, you have an authority that the enemy can't break. And one of you, in making decrees, the rest of you can listen to it and agree. So, I, I, uh, I saw several circles. A circle has no beginning or end. That's, that's also the Father, again. No beginning or end. And this is what he's telling you, you do have a unity here now. And you can expect the, the signs and the wonders. So before we end in prayer, I want to try to share something. Steve, make sure you understand what I'm saying, because you're going to be teaching it. And Brian, I've already talked, already shared this with you. But the rest of you know how to, need to know how to move in supernatural power. For you've got a conscience here. And some of you, your conscience, you kept it clean. There's one thing that I did see before I go on. I saw all of you walking together. And you were actually in step with one another. But I saw some people were looking back. Not all of you. 
For some of you to take this your mind off the past, good or bad, it doesn't make any difference. It's not profitable to you now. And if you can't get past the past, we need you to get past the past so you can see for today and your future. So those of you that are here, they're having trouble getting past the past. That wind is here now to set you free. Would you get up and burn? Would you come pray for it? Just get up. Yeah, Bob asked me to pray for those who have a struggle with the past. If you just stand up, if that's you, don't be ashamed. Don't, you know, don't say, don't. If God wants to free us, you know, He wants to free us right now. And Bob was saying there's this wind, and it's, just, it's the angels coming to take you past. Okay, so I'll wait for a moment. Anybody else, if you feel like you need to stand up, just, just go ahead. Don't, again, don't. Because God is going to free people this morning. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I really see that, Lord, we can't, we can't walk forward and be looking at the bad past. We're going to, we're going to have a collision. We're going to have a wreck. We're going to just, we're going to hurt ourselves and hurt, hurt those around us. So, you're going to free us right now, Lord, to look into the now and look into the future in Christ of what you have for us, Lord. So, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, I just come against all this thing that wants to hold us in the what was, in the yesterdays, the good or the bad, Lord. Like Bob says, doesn't really matter. Lord, today we are declaring over ourselves. Lord, we ask you to forgive us. Just say, Lord, forgive me. I repent. I change my mind. I no longer look in the past. I look forward now. I change my, my mind so I can see what you're showing me now. Lord, it's like Paul said, I forget what lies behind. And I look forward to the upper call of God in Christ. That I might lay hold of those things that have been laid hold for me. In Jesus' name. Now put your hand on your forehead, okay? Holy Spirit, just come right now as His hands are laid on the forehead. And let the renewed mind come, Lord. Yes. Let the past, the plagues of the past, the, the memories, the bad memories, the good memories, all, any of those things that are trying to hold us back. Who we were in the past, what we did, our blessings or and our curses from the past today, Lord. Yes. Heal us from them. Cleanse us from them, Lord. Yes. Lord, we've already had one word to come to this church through author book that says our best is in front of us. And today you're telling us we can't look back and have our best. Mm. Let's release that right now. All right. Holy Spirit, let's break it off out of Lord. Freedom, Lord. Real freedom. Freedom in our thoughts, Lord. Freedom in our hearts, Lord. Freedom in our actions, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just, you know, like, just see, like, these angels coming with that sword. It's just cutting that stuff off of us right now. Just receive that by faith. We're just cutting it off. Just cutting it off. Woo! Just do that, Lord. Now I just blow it away. Cutting it off and blowing it away. <laughs> oh, I know that thing about the angels. You know, people traditionally see angels with wings, but I literally saw a big white wing just go through this. Just blowing that stuff off of people. Oh, thank you, Lord. 
I'll bless you, Lord. We just receive that. Say, Lord, I receive it. I'm free now. You're making your first decree. I'm free. I'm free from my past. I'm free from my bad past. I'm free from my good past. I'm free to live in the now. And bring me to finish the future that God has for me. God goes with the devil's plans. And now I receive the Holy Ghost plan. Oh, just download that, Lord. Download it right now. <laughs> oh yeah, we just received that, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey, mm, thank you for your healing. Mm. Lord, you are undoing years of things in a moment. Oh, mm. Mm. thank you, Lord. Yeah, Amen. You can be seated. We just want to restore. We just ask God right now. We repented from our past. And all those curses of the past, we just ask God now to restore all that the enemy stole from us because we made wrong choices. So, Father, we just ask you to release right now all the blessings of the past, everything that was stolen from these people, Lord, we ask you to restore it now and restore it sevenfold. In Jesus' name, amen. As I said, there's a lot of you out there that you kept your conscience clean, your spirit man. And when you keep your conscience clean, the Holy Spirit speaks into your conscience. There's something in your conscience that's called faith. There's another thing that should be in your conscience. You make decisions. For love is here. Faith is here. Love is here. And with a clean conscience, there's one other ingredient that I want to put into you right here is hope. Hope is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In other way of putting it, this hope is not created. It hadn't created anything. There's nothing there. But when you've got that faith and a clean conscience and love and the hope begins to boil up in you, it goes up into your imagination. And hope begins to create out of nothing. Like this baby was dead. Hope came in there and recreated life there. And this is what you're called to do. And when love, faith, hope, and a clean conscience work, they come into your imagination. And what he's doing with all of you right now is sanctifying your imagination. That you think on those things which are pure, which are clean, which are honorable, which are just, which is righteousness. And as you think on those, and this begins to set up in your imagination, and when these come up into your imagination, they create. 
It's time for the creative organs. I have seen creative organs inside the body. I have never seen a, an arm or leg replaced. But that's your future. That old cross, the arms and legs will come down from heaven and there'll be no end. All the work frosty is right. And you're in the beginning of that right here because you've got the unity to do it. And when this comes into your imagination, you see the limbs being restored. You don't pray for it. You proclaim it. You make a decree. And it's time that you begin to make the decrees. You make the decrees first and nothing happens. Don't stop. I've been with a lot of healing ministries in the past, including Vineyard and a lot of others. You'll see how they started out. John Weber told him, he started out, he prayed for people that had sicknesses for a year, and they all died. And he went home really depressed, crying out why. And the Lord asked him, are you going to quit? He said, no, I'm not going to quit. I'm never going to quit. I've saw it in scriptures. I'm going to keep going. You started praying for people and they started getting healed. So don't stop. Don't get discouraged. And look forward. If you're going to fall, fall forward. At least you're taking some ground. <laughs> but there's a unity enough here for y'all to begin to really impact things. This is how it works. It starts here in your spirit man with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's in charge with everything the Father's saying. And when your spirit is clean, you're going to begin to hear it here. So the one thing that we've never realized was hope creates arms and legs out of nothing. You are the children of the Father. How do you think he created all this down here? out of nothing. Everything that is on this earth he created out of nothing. It was in his imagination he spoke it into being. Then if you're the sons and daughters of God then you're actually God's. It's about time you started acting like it. Doesn't make any difference what happens at first. Don't stop. Yeah. 
And I would love to see this. There's another thing I'd love to see. It. That's the returning glory. It's beginning to start again. And I saw a flash of it here today. It was only a quick flash. It was right over here in the corner. But you're getting ready for the glory of God to be released here. For the journey you begin, the darkness is now coming to an end. And the light of the sun, it's the S-O-N and the S-U-N too, of righteousness with healing in his wings. Who's going to do the healing? And when you let the Holy Spirit begin to speak into you, and you've made this the servant to your spirit man. And the main thing has been so you reduce this religious darkness here out and make a servant out of it. And a slave literally to the, the your conscience. So you don't do the things that those in the world do. Now the world is in a shaky place. I think I'll share a word with you. That on January the 16th, I usually set it aside because it's a round table of the prophets the Lord told me to keep a long time ago. On January the 16th, he asked me a question. What do you think about a Mormon president? Well, at that time, I didn't think much about it. But I do now. And we should be praying for the next president, and more than that, vice president. I think the vice president is really important in the next election. And I think we're talking about Prayer can turn a nation back to righteousness. So, back to how healings work. They start down here. They come into your imagination. And your imagination sees them healed. It takes no more to heal a, a, a thumbnail than it does a terminal. It, all it takes is the word of the Father that's in you. Amen. Then you need the slave, the servant. Because the servant is going to proclaim it. The servant here is going to speak it into existence. The servant is going to make decrees. Be you healed. You need to get bold enough to speak that when you're praying for people. Command them to be healed. And keep commanding until they all get healed. So that's what you're called to do. And you're also called to come together in that circle at different times. 
the day you need to do it and be praying about what you're going to make decrees on. And as you come together, make these decrees. One thing you should be praying for, I don't know what you know about Israel and the three weeks of the straits. This is when she's always in the most danger. And she's in the three weeks of the straits now, and she will be to the 28th. So those who pray for Israel, they're praying for really the Father's family. But you do need the mind. You need the mind. You need the mind studying Scripture. You need to put that. It's no time to quit reading the written Word of God. Because the inspired Word of God is going to come out of you now. It's going to be totally according to the written Word of God. And you need to know it. Because the enemy is going to do everything he can to deceive. But if the word of God is, the written word of God is in there, he can't change it. And I think you all have come to a place where you're not going to change. Keep going on that road because I don't think you're going to have any problem with light now. The kind of light I saw. You might have trouble of staying on your feet. Because that was, that eye was like brighter than the sunlight itself. And that's what's guiding you in your path here. So keep your unity. Get ready for the inspired word to come here. It goes up here into the imagination and with the hope. The imagination and the hope and the faith creates here. Then it's related to this brain up here to where you speak it. The brain and the soul is a spokesperson for God. And this is what many of you are right now. You are a spokesperson for God. The Father. You are coming together in a holy temple. Ephesians 2. Uh, 21. So that the Father can cohabitate with you in the Spirit. Ephesians yeah. 2.22. And this is what's beginning to take place with you. Your journey, I saw, was long. But glorious. With that eye of God on you and directing your path. Don't let depression rob you. And that's what he was saying. That 
don't let the depression comes out of the past. It was strange. Those that were looking back were in step with the others. Only they couldn't see where they were walking. Sooner or later they would fall. But as they turned their heads back to the light, there'd be no falling. So, get ready for your conversation to be right. And that you present him in a right light. And that you present him in power. For the last few places we've been, we saw power. And it's time that we quit limiting God. I think we've been limited too much and too timid. What's wrong if you speak something that doesn't happen right then? I spoke things that didn't happen for 35 and 40 years and it just happened in the last year or so. But then these healings and these signs and wonders are getting ready to happen. They're happening now. I remember what started the South Kansas City Fellowship, which is IHOP now. There was a man named Don Stedman. His father was Jack Stedman, which was one of the owners of the Kansas City Royals and the Chiefs. And his wife was pregnant, and the doctors had looked over her pregnancy and said, you have a child without any lower organs. She has no kidneys, no lower organs at all. And we don't know what to do about this. Do you want us to terminate her now? And Julia Stedman said, no, I don't want this baby terminated. So Don Stedman was a he was not a Pentecostal. He was a Presbyterian. But he heard that the signs and wonders are happening over with us. So he brought his wife over there for us to pray for. There's a man by the name of Augustine Acula and my first wife, Paola, and I. We prayed for her. We spoke organs into her. And Augustine gave her a word the doctor is going to say right up to the last. We're going to be here. They had five specialists there wondering what they were going to do with the baby. And he, Augustine said, when the baby gets ready to come, your blood pressure is going to go sky high. And the doctor is going to say, oh, we better terminate it. He said, no, my blood pressure will go down and the baby will come down. That's exactly what happened. When Amy Stedman was born, she was born perfect. <laughs> By the way, she was a girl. <laughs> and she had all the organs in place. This is what we're talking about now. These are the testimonies we need to put out again. 
And there's going to be these testimonies here. We all need to hear them, it builds faith. Now for the rest of this service, why don't you join together? To where all of you can agree in other people's prayers. Bunny and I have been agreeing on prayers at the house. We've been getting one answer after another now. So will you. What's on your heart? Why don't you join uh, uh, six or eight people together? And let's get these testimonies to working. So just join arms together before the enemy can't break it.